This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. I don't want to wait for the wars to be over, for girls to join the Taliban and be free. I can't wait for I thought you were going to get me. We, me and Danny. I, th- I thought we were doing the original one. Well, that's my, so I, we did uh, the, a new, uh, the feminist band, and we did a, a, a tribute for girls to join the Taliban, and I've had that song stuck in my head. <laughs> Dude, that's my, th- that was one of my favorite sketches, doing the guys, the, the, the Ryan and the Suffragettes. The Suffragettes. I don't want to wait. For the wars to be over, for girls to join the Taliban and be free. <laughs> that one kicking. They do around. need more female representation than the Taliban. <laughs> Those songs get to your head. <laughs> I know they do. I uh, I have like ones from like the first sketch we did. Sometimes just like popping. Yeah, like, that randomly. one's tough for that. We are now entering the boys zone. The boys. Zone. Pull your dick out. You want a beer in hand? Getting tuned up. Fucking call some of the dogs over. Maybe share a headphone. Nothing gay about All that. Oh, pull your dicks out if it's like a listening party. Dicks Just a out. Bunch of boys. Dicks out. Nothing gay. Two fucking or five, maybe twelve straight guys jacking dicks off. Just the, the boys. Like, you know, maybe play it in the lo- the locker room after a little hockey game. After some fucking puck for a couple bucks, and and also good news. So we, the tour dates have been fucking sick, and it's been cool to hang out with everyone because it's one one of the things that I find is like awesome but the people that listen to the boys cast and the sketches and stuff all, everyone comes out and they're like dude i've been sending my shit to every one of my friends you're my favorite so it's like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people that they're like die hard I, I get stopped a lot i went i went to fucking uh this like band on at brooklyn mirage on sunday night or whatever and this guy came up to me he goes hey he's like and he was so fucked up you're that like, guy from the bathroom no, no, yeah he goes I actually went to a bathhouse the next day yeah you did and then uh but he was like hey he's like you're the and i was like hey what's up man he goes what i He's so fucked up. And then he, he was talking to me. He goes, and then he had a full drink and he just goes, all right. And he put it down and just walked away. <laughs> like he was like so fucked up and so flustered. And he's like, he's flustered about it. Yeah, it was weird. It was funny. Yeah. So it's been badass. Cause I always say that's kind of like with my people that I'm like, get fucking pumped up about. Yeah. Like even when I see new comedians or like a new uh, band or whatever that I get fucking like stoked about. Yeah. It is one of those things where you tell everyone. Well, it's because you want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah, You want to be the plug. You want to... And, and then someone else becomes like a big fan. Yeah. And then forever you're like, yeah, I remember yeah, see, I, I, I fucking my remember. recommendations. Do I ever steer you wrong? Yeah. I was that guy with Wesley Snipes when I was a kid. Really? No. <laughs> you're telling everyone. Dude, having this guy fuck your wife would be the best. Dude, and then he says, never bet on black. And then he kills everybody. <laughs> but Always anyway, bet on black. My point was. Ah. Ah. 
my point was that because I, you know, I've been talking a lot about the the vaccine thing or whatever, but the and people were and I've sort of said I'm like you can't not do stand up in New York. It's just not an option. No. But the Chicago thing, what I didn't realize where I guess I was wrong is I didn't realize that Chicago wasn't like that. So it was actually certain places doing it. Mm -hmm. It's just the venue's choice. That's correct. And so I didn't realize that. I thought, I go, well, yeah, it's like, what? There's no places that are going to break the law. That's the situation there. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But so I, when I realized that, uh, I, 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 there's no other venues available, but I went to, I talked to my like agent managers and everything and we kind of made a stink. And then basically we got the venue to agree just for my show that if you have, uh, that if you can do a COVID test and that's fine. Nice. So Let's... for Chicago, Zanies. No, that's Rosemont. Is that Chicago? No, or Chicago. Chicago. Okay. For Chicago, Rosemont, we might, we might roll it all into oh, Chicago for that got, reason. Got it. Got it. So Chicago, basically if you're in Chicago and uh, you don't want to, if you're not getting the vaccine or whatever, you can do a test and they're making an exception because of my kicking. It's just, a, and it's not even a uh, COVID test. It's just a skill testing question. Like when you, win, <laughs> like when you win a fucking donut, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go, it's just an easy skill testing question. Just yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's what with New York. And by the way, New York almost sold out. There's only like 10 tickets left or whatever. For yeah, the yeah, 11 yeah. But, the, but the fucking for the Chicago, if you want to come, you can come with a test or whatever. So anyways, that got sorted out. Nice, but nice. before... And also, I just want to say, because we, we did the show in Minneapolis, just because it was so funny, is the the couple who was dressed... Oh, uh, yeah, that rule. They were like literally the hat. By the way, one of my biggest fears is that that blows up to the point where I have to go do stand-up as the character. We're going to put the hat on, go. and you go... Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like our buddy fucking uh, who was like doing... He was Toronto Batman, and then he had to do like... It blew up, and then he was doing gigs as Batman. And like, then he didn't want to wear the suit, and, and the promoter wear, was... Going, yeah, they go, the they go put the suit, suit on. on, and he goes... Danny saw them yelling at each other. The it, was, goes, it was crazy. They're like, put the suit on. And he's like, I don't... He's like, I just want to do my act. And they go, yeah, fine, in the suit. Speaking of stories, actually, so this, the Ari Spears story, we won't say who it happened to, but you reminded me of this this weekend is probably one of the funniest things ever that, so Ari Spears, Aries, Aries Spears, our body uh, was supposed to open for him in Buffalo, right? Black dude. And he, so Buffalo from where we live is about a two hour commute or something. Yeah. Like and he that, took right? a bus down, took a bus down. He's supposed to open him for him for the weekend and he gets there and he does one show. Correct? No, no, he no, did no. Zero. He, shows. Did, he was in the green he room. Aerie Spears walks in. He goes, Hey man, who are you? And he goes, I'm on the show. And he goes, Oh, and then he comes and he leaves. And then the fucking like manager comes back and he goes, yeah. So he has like a rule where he can only be the only black guy on the show. <laughs> So you gotta go home. Ari Spears, you gotta go back to Canada. Sent him back to Canada and wouldn't let him open for him because he wants to be the only black guy on the show. So he he probably has five minutes of material up front where he comes up and he goes, "These motherfucking honky comics." Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> he trashes. You know how it be being the only black guy on a stand-up comedy show? <laughs> he has nine minutes material of like, being the only black guy make in sense. comedy. <laughs> That's so funny. He sent the guy home. He has so much material about being the only he black guy. He probably goes, he goes, you know, it's hard for black guys in this business. That's why I'm the only motherfucking black guy in this show. <laughs> <laughs> and five minutes later, he sent the guy back to Canada. Crazy. 
That, that is like, fucking wild. I know. And he was doing like a seven minute spot. You know, it wasn't like the feature act where it's like 25 minutes or whatever beforehand. It's, do you ever have that where you're like, I should be the only fat guy? Yeah. <laughs> you send a guy home and then you go, and then you go, ah, the only, I guess the stage isn't big enough for a comic like me. <laughs> Let me move the mic out of the way so you can see me. <laughs> the, the classic. <laughs> Whose joke was that? Uh, John Finette. John Finette, right. Let me move the mic out of the way so you can see me fully. <laughs> that's, uh, that story, I was like literally went back to my hotel room and I was chuckling about it. I Crazy. Go, but that's like a real fucking, you gotta be like a real dick to do that. You have to be such a dick. Because you have to be so out of touch to think like anybody will like see Ari Spears when he's the headliner and you bought tickets to see him. And you go, ha, huh? another black guy, huh? Oh, I just, another oh, fucking. okay, here we go. <laughs> Second black guy. Second black guy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know I was at Urban Night. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, you're the fucking headliner. You're in Buffalo to watch Ari Spears. Yeah. <laughs> he comes on and you go another <laughs> another one that's so wild so i had i didn't tell you this but right when i because I, I always forget something when we're filming and i have to get it ubered over so we're doing the podcast i, I and i'm i'm loopy yeah, very, yeah, very, yeah, uh, yeah. loopiest guy in the world yeah, you're basically kramer i'm basically kramer with loopy. you know i just before when so I went to get the cards from the Uber and I took the elevator up to the wrong floor yeah and then w- opened the door and a guy was on his computer no. and he goes oh! he was sitting backwards he goes oh oh my god oh okay and I go oh sorry I went to the wrong thing and he goes and I just I closed the door and he goes what the fuck and I ran over to the stairs because I didn't want him to come out so I walked in on this guy fucking spanking it I'm oh pretty my sure god. and then on top of that I went to the wrong floor a second time. <laughs> And then I was jiggling the key forever. And I was like, I thought I left the door open. I'm jiggling the key forever. And then I look at the door and I go, round three. Oh, my God. And then you, when you finally came in, I was fucking jacking off. <laughs> and then when I finally came in, TP And I was like, what the hell? It. I thought you were going to be gone longer. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, because you know you're going to see this guy. I know. In like the lobbies. Yeah, I felt pretty fucking dumb about that. <laughs> but okay, so there's like tons of funny stuff this week. But the... um. The new Canada thing, they have, uh, Daniel was just telling me about this, but they're doing an all children matter. Well, so it's, yeah, it's today <laughs> is, uh, which would be technically yesterday if you're listening, but it's like a truth and reconciliation. Basically, we just fucked over all the native people and then we're like going to have a day for it now okay. going forward in Canada. And so then they're like, but the slogan for it is all children matter. Even though we're only killing native kids. Like, it's only, like, the native kids. We're not, like... So it's a real, like, all lives matter vibe. It's an all lives matter I go, because it should have really been, like, native children matter. But it's so specific. All of them have been getting a little close to all children matter. I've said, when they were doing the Asian square, the black square, and then the Jewish square came out... The Jewish square was the best. You basically had 80% of people... Yeah, the black square of people was like, had a square. Yeah, like literally, my fucking that day it was just my Instagram was just black square after black square. Yeah, it's there was and, so and then many like squares. when people were the best were like my real like you know Jewish friends who were like really into Israel and all that stuff, and they were like, like if you care about. Jews people and told you to post it no no no, not to me there that was their oh. post though would be like if you care about Jews and you think everybody should you know nobody deserves this post the blue square and you're like yeah nobody not Jewish is posting the blue square <laughs> <laughs> there's zero non-Jews posting the blue yeah, that's square that's a wild thing to post also it was like the exact <laughs> for blue, blue balls col- it's all the exact blue color of the Israeli flag like they oh, match yeah. it you're like I don't think you get how this is gonna go the, the uh the, I feel like that should be a solidarity for boys when you got blue balls <laughs> Yeah, like you post, post the, the blue, blue square, square and other boys know like your fucking chick <laughs> oh, dude he's in pain you got cock blocked all night 
<laughs> and you post the blue square and the boy. Every every guy just posts under underneath solidarity, brother. And uh, oh, with square, Israel, blue square with a fist. Yeah, <laughs> blue square with a fist, but it's like a bit of an yeah. open fist. <laughs> The, the blue square where you got blue balls is a fist, but it's like slightly Un- open. <laughs> no, it's just enough yeah, yeah. for your dick to go inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you know what else? Uh, but just before I move on, the race stuff, there was, I had like a, uh, so there's like, I obviously follow all these punk sites and I used to, used to do all the videos and own some of the hard times and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious site that our buddy Matt Sankholm started. And uh, so because... I guess also because I was into punk and stuff, I follow just all the things, right? Yeah. And a lot of these places are, you know, obviously punk is very, very, uh, I don't know what the best way to describe like woke or whatever, right? Yeah, super woke. Now. Yeah, so, but all of them, so when they do photos of things and even when they're advertising shows and stuff, they always do big diversity, right? Yeah. So it'll be like a punk thing and it'll be like three black guys, three white guys, but that's not, who's into punk right no, punk is pretty white yeah and uh, it's sort of fun it, it, to me it was making me laugh the idea that it's like in trying to be inclusive really it comes across like you trying to use like uh see black guys like our thing it's like if, imagine you do dungeons and dragons night right yeah. and you do like 10 cool black guys yeah, 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 wearing sure. like full back caps like come to the dungeons and dragons night you and go. you have a guy that looks like dmx and sitting there like six nines at the table and all these like cool looking black guys yeah and you're just like yeah dungeons and dragons like no we're being inclusive it's like well it feels to me like you're trying to pretend that it's it's the same as the vaccine thing pandering ryan yeah but yeah exactly right they're literally like they're trying to essentially remake well imagine you do like cuck night right you're like (laughs) hey cuck night where all the cucks get together and guys who have each other but cuck night we're very uh inclusive at cuck night (laughs) so cuck night the flyer is like nine black guys and you and black guys are like we're not cucks yeah the same way that they're not we're not cucks (laughs) but isn't it funny the idea of something that's i mean they're not into yeah for sure i mean they have it with everything it'll be like i mean canada was the worst we talked about when it's like when i went back and i'm watching a fucking commercial and it's like a asian woman construction worker (laughs) what the fuck yeah you're like you don't have to do this girls do that with crying and they'll be like you know emotion night emotion <laughs> <You> know, night. <laughs> and they'll be like you know people should be more emotional and it's like and they'll have like guys and it's all construction workers yeah it's all construction <laughs> workers it'll be shit that and you go they don't think that no but I was, it's so funny to me watching you do some shit that they aren't into and for inclusivity it's... purposes you put them in I, the vaccine i was saying that they, they are doing that too where it's the billboards i was just in times square and all the billboards are um black guys right because i guess they're trying to appeal to them but it's like you know me and my friends got vaxxed but it's like that's not the situation the situation is in the black community the vax rate's really low yeah well that's the thing they're trying to trick them by the thing is is like they don't they don't think much of them like those articles (laughs) are like they think they're dumb yeah, like, it does like, come across. They like go that. like they're like, and they're not. And then they see that, and like they don't like they're not like fucking confused as to what's going on. They'd be like, "Look, we don't want to take your stupid ass." Well, yeah, any black guys I know that are like we, that. They they're don't like, we don't care. It. We don't want to take it. We don't care. Whatever. And then they see these things, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not gonna work." Like just because you have like a fucking two black guys doing a cool handshake on a fucking billboard in Times <laughs> Square, they're like, they're like they know when they're being pandered to. Like, <laughs> right. But it, yeah, it is funny. It's like if we did boys cast listeners, we're like, hey, the boys cast listeners, and we did like a photo, this could be you. And it's like 19 black guys with do-rags. 
And we go, no, no, no. We just wanted to pick inclusive. Uh, we wanted to be inclusive and diverse for our photo shoot. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but you're painting like a fake picture of what their community does. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I don't know. To me, that was just like. It's like a weird form of social engineering. Yeah. And it was. But it's weird when you like, it happens in like a punk thing. Cause you're like, that's not like so relevant to the. Well, especially when it's like emo or something, you know, like. It's like an emo emo guy or whatever, and here's the flyer, and it's like a bunch of black guys, and it's like, yeah, that's not really who's into emo. <laughs> no, no. But it, 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 I, uh, yeah, I think I've made my point. I'm drilling no. it home over and over again, but it just the, that fucking. Thing I wish they would laugh. do it the other way, or like an advertising for like a do rag commercial, and it's all just like white and Asian guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, they go, we need more diverse. <laughs> we need to sell more do rags. How do we open up this market? Just checks. Chicks with bald chicks with yeah. red cancer. <laughs> Just open up the market, you know? I went to, I was in Times Square because I was filming and I was doing like a Brian Landry thing, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But the, that, that I was doing uh, Brian Landry, uh, should he be canceled? <laughs> but I kept going up to cops. I went up to four separate sets of cops and I kept being like, hey, just wondering if you have any updates on the case, if you could tell me the inside scoop. And they're all just like, leave me alone. One yeah. girl cop was like, get the fuck out of my face, basically, sure. which is pretty funny. But I, <laughs> I got one cop to take my email address down and he was like, I just have the same info. I go, well, yeah, but you might be able to get info. Do you mind taking my email address down? He goes, yeah, sure. And I go, Okay, do you want to pull your phone out? How do you want to do it? I got the cop to take my email address down. <laughs> Just to keep you in updated. Ca- in case he gets any extra info on Brian Landry to send it to me. I left. That cop was probably just like, what a fucking psychopath. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed with New York and like I've I've learned is it's like pretty easy to become a police officer here. <laughs> it's not a thing that like a lot of people want to do. There's like a they need right. a lot of them, and it seems like the barriers to entry are just you just gotta want to. Like remember in Canada, like we had all these friends in high school. They get like, paid less here too. They get paid way less. And like, in Canada, they make a hundred k. But remember, like it was like you'd be like, "Oh man, I want to be a cop, but it's so hard. You got to do all this stuff, and it's like you got to have like it was like the hardest thing ever. Like they I had give all these you training. I had on. all these friends who like wanted to be cops, and like most of them didn't because they just like couldn't. It wasn't because they weren't qualified. It was just like it was so competitive. Yeah. Also, if it's it, there is like the hard diversity stuff. Like my, my this was pre that though. Oh, even this that, is I'm talking yeah. about when I was 20. This is before that. Yeah, and they like couldn't get in. It was just hard. Now it's probably if you're a white guy even harder. Well, firefighters specifically because firefighter was like ultimate white guy profession, and if it's like if you're if you want to be a firefighter and you're just like standard fucking white Danny, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they you got your work cut out for you, pal. Oh, oh yeah, um, but I was in Times Square, and this is we've gotten this before. Everyone in who lives in New York has. But this time was specifically aggressive. A group of like fucking guys with selling the CDs mm. came up to me. I was with Johnny filming. And the guys came up and they go, they do the trick where they put the CD. They go, it's free, 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 free. And then once they get it in your hand, they go, $5. Which I would, I think prostitutes should come up and do that. They go, free, free, free. No, I'm just, let me jerk you off. It's free, free, free. And then they go, five dollars $5. But when I, I go, no, no, no. I go, and they go, come on, come on, come on. And then they're surrounding me basically, right? And I go, I don't even have a CD player, right? Yeah, I nobody no, does. And then the guy goes, "I bet your fucking boyfriend does." He gets, he gets, he starts calling me gay, and he gets super aggressive because, and he goes, "Why don't you maybe fucking put it in your boyfriend's CD?" Come, yeah, what? And and he, but they're still trying to make the sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're still in this, this. As if I was gonna be like, "No, no, I'll oh. show you how not gay I'm I'll take two. <laughs> It's like they like they just read to watch some YouTube video about like now why how, how to overcome people's objections where you go you know call like them gay where you sales he goes well I don't have a CD player and you go well instead of being like you can get one they're just like what are you gay 
He goes, he goes, you're fu-, but he, he's, aggr- he's yelling at me. And I'm just like, okay, 99% of people don't want your CDs. No, more so than 99. You cannot be getting this mad at every person who doesn't no. want your disc. Worst part too is like, they think they're all the next Drake. Like they think they're like 12 CD sales away from being the next Drake. Uh, we were talking about that. And I don't know if that's, if it's that or they, this is straight up Scam. like a, a money hustle. Are they blank? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if. Maybe there's one guy in the crew that's along for the ride that's like, this is good to get our name out there. Yeah. But I bet you 90% of them are like, no one's listening to this CD. It's not about that. Yeah. It's, it's about just... scamming tourists. Yeah, yeah. That that makes totally more sense. Like, I wonder what year those CDs were printed if they're just the batch from like like in the overlap of when CDs <laughs> yeah. went out, but they just, like, just still have a warehouse full of these things, <laughs> you know, and they're just fucking, they get them for a nickel and they go sell them for five bucks. Yeah. So on the topic of Brian Landry, laundry or Landry? I think it's laundry. So there's these guys, and this I'm going to play this like clip, and this is insane. So there are people right now that are outside of his house, this and they're just scary, protesting nonstop. So this is how it started, and it started with this protest. These are the people outside of the guy's house. You guys are murderers. You guys are murderous, son. What were you thinking helping your son? What were you thinking? Huh? You guys have blood on your hands too. Okay, so these people, they have megaphones and they go outside of the guy's house and they've been there eight hours a day. This is their Are whole they doing thing. shifts like so they're there 24 hours a day? Yeah, this is their new hobby. And to be starters, I was thinking that this is what psychopaths should be doing. Yeah. Not being involved in politics. No. To be honest, you know, if you have these people out there being like, hey, I want to fucking, you know, I have this opinion on what Congress people should be and they're talking about bills and stuff like that. You go, if you're a fucking, a crazy psychopath, this is a better thing for you to be uh, obsessed about. Yeah. These are the type of people who like, like if I had to classify a person like this, it's the type of people who buy like, like those tabloid magazines, like at the grocery store checkout, like they're like into that and like the horoscope scrolls. Yes. Remember those like scroll things that were like they sold them at the store, like the weird, just like it was like a. Anyways, they're fucking lunatics for, like, what do they think they're gonna accomplish? That's the biggest thing. You go, what do you think your goal is? That the parents go, yeah, you're right. Uh, arrest us, or or more, or they're like. All right, fuck. I'm trying to sleep. All right, we know where he is. Here's the address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave us alone. So there's 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 zero uh, that they're going to accomplish, and I it kind of I saw the same thing with uh, so Demi Lovato has this new show called Unidentified, right? Yeah, and she looks someone for UFOs. Me. Yeah, someone tagged me. So in she it. yeah. So basically, she goes, "I'm Demi Lovato. I'm a singer." activist and i'm gonna crack the world's mysteries or whatever right (laughs) and so she's going to you know small towns to people who saw ufos you know basically she thinks she's skelly from x files now right and again that is a good thing for a psychopath to be focused on she was before she's telling you who companies gotta hire and who needs to be the president and and what policy how to handle like a complicated immigration situation (laughs) and you go this is and it's like you know when you point like the the kid to the wrong direction, they point her and they go, "I think there might be aliens over there." Yeah. And then she's she's got a microscope, like a, a magnifying glass, and she's looking for alien clues. That's what these fucking people should be doing. They're literally like, "Hey, I think I saw Tom DeLonge." She's like, "Where?" Yeah, 
That's exactly what a psychopath should be occupying their time with. And these people, with the, the type of people that are megaphones, instead of being outside of Congress, yeah. they're outside of Brian Landry's parents' house. But here's what the, the problem is. Is the neighbor? Yeah, because you're fucking with the neighbor. The neighbor's just like, I just live here. Can you imagine? Yeah, Can you imagine? and this is like in Florida too. People are like, not. I mean, basically, this is what outside of my house is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, I, I, except with more stuff for sale outside of your house. Outside of my house, you think people are setting up merch outside of their house? Like, there's like a little fucking like someone's like, you know, we're. Gonna I think f- these guys are the type that were selling merch. But like, is there going to be like a little mini economy happening where all these people start showing up <laughs> and they go, "We're hungry," and then someone's like, "Oh, you know, what? we should start feeding these people." The hot dog truck. Hot dog truck that. shows up. Fucking like a porta potty. Like, just it is quite <laughs> the scene that they're creating over it's like there. A little bit of a festival. Yeah, it's turning into. It's kind of like in South Park when you see. You know, the two or three people outside, and then by the end of it, everyone's out there with their signs and stuff like that. Yeah. It it, it really is. Be, they're trying to, they're basically trying to start a cult of like uh, Branch Brian Ridians. Brian Branch, get rid of, get Ridians. <laughs> get <Brian>. rid- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We couldn't come up we with that. That's, t- that's a tough I one. I could, it's a tough one for me to come up with. But so they're outside of this thing. And if you, and they're there eight hours a day yelling through a megaphone. Yeah. You're eating breakfast. Brian's a murderer. His parents are... The whole thing, right? You know, Don- you know who's probably loving this, though? These women's husbands. They're, Why? Because they fucking get them out of their hair all day. They're just like... No, 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 Or are they dragging no, the husbands? No, no, no. Dragging the husbands? The husband and the wife are a team. Ooh, rough. The husband and the that wife are a team sucks. out there. And I don't know who started who. I mean, generally, wife. No, well, this is what generally happened. I think girls uh, get a little more carried away with the murder stuff. So either I can't go, I can't, I, I, I'm 50-50, but one of them was into it and the other one got really carried away. The wife, dra- the wife dragged the guy. I and, but I think the guys, that's what I was going to say. The wife dragged the guy, but I think the guy's really into it Does now. he have his own bullhorn or do they switch? He, they, I think they actually do switch. <laughs> I think they only have he goes, one give, megaphone. He goes, I thought of a good one. Give it to me. And she goes, he goes murder. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are complicit. <laughs> but they're being, fu- it, it almost feels like someone hired him where he's, you know, as a uh, someone that's into it, you know, I'll give you guys 10 bucks an hour to go cause shit. Yeah. Soros. They're almost like protest actors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- it does feel like so- a Soros type hired these people to go bug this guy. But the neighbor flips out. And I, I, I was kind of getting the updates on this. And then I, I was thinking, I was like, this is, how are people not more pissed off? And then lo and behold, someone had enough. Yeah. So this is the the husband. This is what he's, the, the neighbor comes out and says this. <laughs> you you, you hold my you gonna hit a woman? Is that what you're about to do? I'm telling I'm, you. I'm gonna tell you what I'm now. You ain't no sleuth. You can sit here all no you want. Sleuth. Sleuth. I don't care. But you come on my Property I'm going to prison, buddy. Okay. You're going to prison. Call 911. You're going to prison. You're going to prison. Well, you're going to prison. Anyway, and so, so he we did pushes this, the guy. Oh, he pushes the guy. Yeah. But he goes. Funny that he thinks you're going to go to prison. For <laughs> you push me. You're going to prison. <laughs> I was loving the guy. I go, you ain't no fucking sleuth. <laughs> huge line they aren't any fucking sleuths that's a total bummer too sleuths are fuck first i don't know if you've so the sleuths are out of control yeah the same thing with the Alyssa lamb the sleuths now 
by the way, so the sleuths on the case have decided that this girl was in a photo from Sandy Hook. And the oh, that's not true? That wasn't actually her? I don't know. No, it's not a photo from Sandy Hook. She made a video. She made a, no, no. Yeah, yeah I'm oh. not saying that's not true. I, I'm, my point is that, so they they started being like, Sandy Hook was fake and she's in on this. And he's saying, and it's funny oh. because there's a whole genre of like TikTok that they're all saying this stuff. And a part of me is like, this is why Alex Jones can't use a bank. Yeah. <laughs> For like exactly this. So reason. shouldn't all these people be banned from using a PayPal? It's fair. That's Or you have to say that now that Alex Jones. But is it all like chicks who are saying this? Yeah. yeah. Mostly, most of the sleuths are chicks. Basically when this is and over too, they're going to be dorky uh, queers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those things too where like these probably like. These chicks are going to finish what, once they find this kid or whatever, and then they're going to probably get into Alex Jones because they're going to have like the taste. For they're the going to have the taste for the taste of the conspiracy. They go, I've never felt more alive. That's what I mean. These people that that's what started them, and now they're going to go full blown into it. But the guy, he, he comes up and he goes, "Get off my fucking property or whatever." Because I guess they were taking a break. You know, he was taking yeah. a breather, and then he goes on that guy's property, does a bit of yelling over there. He's trying out some new vantage yeah. points. Yeah, he goes, "You, you're the neighbor of a monster." And he goes, "Like <laughs> I just live here. I don't." And then yeah, he goes up to the guy, and then the guys they go, "You're gonna hit a woman." Then he goes, "You're going to prison," and then he pushes the guy, and he goes, "You're going to prison for the push." So these so guys, is there any? These guys are bootlickers, sort of. If you think about yeah, it, yeah. Is there any law like you can just go do this to anybody? Like, is this because like we have? Well, someone... they're on the person's property. I mean, I, I guess technically, shouldn't Brian Laundrie's okay. parents be able to be who those two people that came out with their guns? Uh, the St. Louis and St. Louis. Was yeah, what's the, the couple? Names? I don't know. The, Fuck, I don't remember the, the Kaplinskis or whatever. Something. The, the couple. The Kaplonskis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Kaplunkskis. The Kaplunks. The Klumps. The Klumps. But they came out, and that was their whole thing. They were like, "You're on our property." So you think that, but I guess Brian Landry's parents wouldn't but those be a good look were, for them to come out right those, now with a rifle. But also that was like a <laughs> hundred people on their property. That was like, they felt more threatened. This but is it's like either this, allowed or it's not. Yeah, it's either allowed or it's not. But like, can the, like the parents like call the police and go, Hey, um, you have an issue? You go, oh, now you want to call us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, that scene's been fun to watch. I mean, really, though, at the end of the day, like, a good set of earplugs just takes care of this whole thing. Not really, dude. I've been trying all the different things. It's tough. You're trying to work. You don't want to put... Yeah, yeah, you, you wear your. You I don't your... think they're doing much work. It's weird. I saw a thing actually... No, the work... neighbors. No, oh, the neighbors. Yeah, 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 no, I was talking about the, the parents. Um... But I saw something where like the parents are like, were like, when there's something where, oh, they got back from shopping. I'm like, they're just like going out shopping? What did they get? I don't I know. Mean, you have be, to eat. Yeah, I know that. What should like, they be doing? Sulking? Yeah, Uber Eats, I guess. Oh, they have to live their life. I guess. But, okay. And the next everywhere. thing was Danny Polischak yep. went back to his roots and he's causing trouble. So people don't we know We talked this. about this briefly last week. No, the, what the you said last week is you posted my, this tweet and your chick girl, yeah, was, was got mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we didn't talk about is it caused quite the stir on the internet. Yes. And I don't think, yeah, people don't realize, I've mentioned it. But Danny was, you know, Dennis the Menace when we um, were in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Now you see him and you go, oh, you know, gay Jew. He doesn't <laughs> cause much trouble, sort of sticks to himself. He's worried about finance. He's worried about finance. What they don't realize is you were persona non grata in Toronto a for a minute. Bit of a rabble rouser. Yeah. Well, he was the original guy that everyone said he's transphobic mm -hmm. because he wouldn't cut off his dick. Yep. 
And then you did the free speech show, and Antifa was protesting Danny. Yeah, the Rob Ford movie. Comics I were denouncing a, him. Then I, he did this big movie, and, and Doug Ford was saying the, the the basically the premier of Ontario was posting that he would run Danny over. Yep. So he's a, he there, was ain't, a, there ain't a car big enough, pal. He's a big rabble rouser before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and now the cuties, the cuties shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit back to your roots. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. But now, Danny. So what he posted was. Uh, I'll, I'll, well, uh, you read, I'll read your tweet. Yeah. Read, read the tweet. Gabby Petito reached 1 million on Instagram. There are a lot of influencers who could learn a thing or two. So honestly, I think a pretty benign tweet, to be honest, it's more like I'm joking about influencers than her. Well, you found yourself <laughs> in the center of a feminist Reddit group mm-hmm. and he's the center of controversy. <laughs> So the comments on this, and people were screenshotting it and posting it in Reddit groups, being like, can you believe this motherfucker? Yeah. Also, Danny's feet were on WikiFeet, which is hilarious. That's the best fucking... And they got a 2 out of 10. 2 out of (laughs) 5? No, a 4 out of 10, Ryan. They were happy. Someone put... They put Danny's feet on WikiFeet. I'm on WikiFeet, man. Because he always insists on being a grown man who wears sandals, which (laughs) I don't condone of, personally. They're Croc sandals, too. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not a a fan of the grown man walking around in sandals. I I think he puts shoes on. If you're at the beach, you're at the beach, you're at the cottage. But you're also a pants always guy, too. Yeah, an adult man. Right. Danny's on fucking stage. His feet are out. No, I've never worn sandals on fucking stage ever. <laughs> so the fucking I'm a casual oh, man, dude. There was a comic. Uh, what, what's her name? There's this comic that wrote an entire essay to Danny. Remember when you woke up and you had 85 deleted uh, comments on your Facebook? The girl uh, was just having a oh, fucking yeah, connection went, on Danny. Yeah, because I invited her to be on the show and then she thought I duped her. I invited her to do the free speech <laughs> show and then she was like, and she she asked me and I go, sure, you could do the show, why not? And like, because I wasn't trying to like, I was just like, yeah, whatever, if you really want to do the show. I didn't even like like her. I thought she sucks. Yeah, she sucks. And she really sucks. And then she's like a, basically like a make-a-wish comedian kind of deal. And then fucking, <laughs> and then she was like, I can't believe, and she was like, I just had a mental breakdown she fucking- about me. Trick. She's like, you tricked me. I didn't know the proud boys were gonna be there i'm like i don't know either i don't know like, yeah fucking free country i don't know i can't <laughs> prevent who buys tickets to a comedy show and then the best part oh that best part about that girl is she's pretty unhinged but she did a show at a weed room with, with paul and she goes to paul uh before she's headlining and he's like it's his show and he goes hey could you tell the comics not to do like a weed material because i'm gonna do like a bunch of stuff on weed <laughs> she's at a, weed, at a room. weed room she goes can you not touch that's I, it was like an ongoing joke going up to comics before the show like hey I'm gonna do relationships tonight if you don't mind yeah. <laughs> like the most benign yeah. hey doing like the urban show and be like hey do you guys mind not talking about race I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, do yeah, like yeah. a black people white people thing yeah she also had the can thing you not do a, can you not do any weed jokes at the weed show she also had a thing too where she was headlining uh, yuck yucks and was like the, on the weekend and so it was like on the Wednesday show you know which is like the pro-am like kind of like or whatever it's like it's like you do a shorter set like preparing for your weekend of headlining and this fucking dude in Toronto who's like a comedy reviewer well, I can't remember Glenn Sumi was there and so she went she ate a dick and then she <laughs> saw him she like really ate it hard and she saw him and she was like hey uh, don't write about this <laughs> yeah he goes she went up to him and she goes in like some like fucking tiny magazine whatever now magazine she goes like don't uh, can you be a favor like don't write about this and like made a whole thing where she's like being like you can't write about this and then he's like all right i'm writing about this uh, <laughs> did he write it was yeah. bad yeah he goes you like bonds me kind of rule yeah yeah but it, everyone it, got mad at him because he would cover the bad boys yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, I'm gonna well, give, he gave JJ top comedian. He gave our friend JJ comedian. top comedian, which was also a controversy. <laughs> People did not then, like that. And then JJ made the shirt. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Danny a chance to respond. But this is what they said in the feminist Reddit. They yeah. go, "I'm wor- I'm wary of men who make dark jokes or dark humor." Uh, like, tell me you're a sociopath without telling me you're a sociopath. Which I walked in on you torturing cats. So. Yeah, and I mean, then that's, said, that's the progression. They go. This is they're they're doing an impression of you at this point. They say, <laughs> "Yeah, it's dark humor. Girls don't get. I'm sure this dark humor uh, gets men crying every time when someone jokes about their ugly penis." <laughs> Boom! In the scope. <laughs> Do you? So I'm gonna give you a chance to defend yourself. Do you cry when girls make fun of your ugly? Yes, penis? every single time. I go, ah, it's not that ugly. It's a two out of five. Your ugly penis. This has got like a bunch of upvotes. Dude, I know. We're like, he probably fucking does cry. By the way, it's what's the Reddit? The subreddit called? I can't remember. It's a female dating strategy. R slash okay. which is basically female incels. Check it out. It's, yeah, it's solid. Solid. There you go. I don't have Twitter, so I can't report it there. But the replies make me scared to go outside. So you caught a break there. <laughs> That's the best because you're like, this just, it hurts all people, like all women. When you go like, I'm literally like, this joke makes me fear for my life. <laughs> that you said that influencers could learn from Kevin Petito. <laughs> and like, the, literally like the joke is you go, yeah, they can learn because you're like, what are they supposed to do? Get murdered by their boyfriend? Yeah. Like the thing is obviously absurd. I'm not like sick. She got murdered. And the joke is about like influencers doing anything to be famous. Well, you caught a break because she was going to report you. But yeah, she she's going to report me to the authorities. She goes, tell me you're an abusive rapist without telling me you're an abusive rapist. So they like that format. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they like that format. <laughs> they like the tell me you're something tell- without telling me you're something. <laughs> That's a big format for these guys. So I'm going to let you respond again. Do you can? Are you an abusive? Am I an rapist? abusive rapist? I am not an abusive <laughs> rapist. <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, these are not jokes. This is actually how men like this feel deep inside." <laughs> but like, feel like what? I would love to sit down and go. How feel? What do I feel? Well, that you want women to die. <laughs> so you watch. You watch influencers. Like, I'd love to see her fucking dead six feet under. Well, that was that one woman. I t- want to wear her skin. That was that one woman actually uh, tweeted about it. Where her thing on. Twitter was uh, like humorless feminist was her like handle. Yeah, I saw that. Right? And then she, and I was like, this has got to be a setup. It's but not. she goes, she goes, wait. So what do you want? You just want like women to be killed by their boyfriends? Is that what I'm reading here? And you're like, well, that's, yes, that's one, what yeah. I one want. person asked you a question again. So if you, if they're if they're what was listening the here, uh, are you telling influencers to go die then? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is what I am actually saying to do. Yes. For the people who are fucking like have wow. no discernible You're talent. You're fucking so lucky she didn't have a Twitter, dude. For the people who have no discernible talent who are hawking like skinny tees and just all sorts of different scams and cryptocurrencies, I'm fine with those people going to die. Yes, correct. And then another person says that um, this is a red flag for pathological misogyny, that joke that you just made. Um, You're pathological. pathological. You can't stop. <laughs> you should fucking be in the kitchen. You're, even when you're... You're just having dinner with your girl. You, you know, you making the dinner and you just be like, you should have fucking made this. You're, I'm sorry. I'm pathological. <laughs> just so misogynist. Every Yeah. You're, you're when you order food and there's like a woman and you're like, shouldn't you be at home raising kids? <laughs> She's like, would you like fries with that? It's like, would you like a fucking real life? <laughs> would you? <laughs> you're a fucking woman in the workplace. I don't approve of that. I'm Danny Polishuk. Yeah. Let me show you my teeth. Pat- so, 
yeah, they, they, they call me a lot of things too: a psychopath, a sociopath, a pathological misogynist. Yeah, a lot of, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> uh, you're people. in the scope with these people. Oh, yeah. You know, an interesting thing I saw on TikTok that was kind of uh, not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I added someone, and then I found out that this happens with me too. Is that when you add someone like me on TikTok, it gives you a notification that says. Uh, just before you add this person, just an FYI, they've had misogynist. Yeah, they said he's had a lot of content violations. Oh, really? So, because I've been reported for my, you know, pathological misogyny for my pathological misogyny. So when I pathological misogyny hypocrisy, <laughs> a lot of people in the yeah. comments of uh, this podcast yeah, had yeah. a lot of good. You know, the one, the, the one that everyone was doing the lyrical, we were yeah, <laughs> lyri- yeah. the, the lyrical miracle. Everyone lyrical was miracle, spiritual, pathological misogyny, <laughs> pathological, psych- psychological, sociological, <laughs> anthropological. Yeah, so yeah, so every, everyone's saying I'm a spiritual lyrical miracle. But, but the, basically, if you add someone, they go, "Hey, just so you know, this is a bad boy." <laughs> I feel like sick. Yeah, I know, but doesn't that seem weird? That is weird. But again, it's a like they make this as like a platform for children. Yeah, whatever. I still don't like it. It's that no, catches on. No, but I also Ryan's got the TikTok Scarlet Letter. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Let's do a quick sponsor here. I'm going to give, this is one of our favorite sponsors, ladies and gentlemen, and soak up your last moments of summer with, you guessed it, the Butcher Box. You know, maybe you're getting together with friends, family that you haven't seen forever, or spending time doing what you might have missed out last year. No matter what, the last thing that you should stress out about is cooking. I personally don't stress out about cooking because it's not a man's job. You mean you you only know how to make toast? Well, I know how to make cheese dreams. Cheese dreams. <laughs> I heard about your your girl said you made eggs and you just like didn't season the them. The eggs have been a point of contention. <laughs> no salt. <laughs> the eggs, uh, the eggs that I made once have been a point of contention. One time eggs. So, but the butcher box. I've been on the steaks. Danny's been on the chicken. I've been you are what you eat, <laughs> dude. I've been smashing every. I made fucking lobster rolls last week. Yeah, you did. Oh. Forget about it. Forget about it. So the options are 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free or free-range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, wild-caught lobster tails, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and the sugar uh, nitrate-free bacon. So Butcher Box is a no-brainer. You want to get on this. Each box is 9 to 11 pounds of meat. And unlike Danny, I made this joke before. Unlike Danny's pants, there's 1 to 2 uh, milligrams of meat. <laughs> The butcher box is 10, 11, 9 to 11 pounds of meat. And Danny's pans have 1 to 2 milligrams. 1 to 2 grams. Also, my pans have 9 to 11 milligrams of ball. Ball. No, you have 9 to 11 pounds of ball. Fresh packed, shipped, frozen, vacuum sealed. It's easy to store in a freezer. Delicious uh, meal with friends and uh, for get togethers with friends. The special offer that Butcher Box has given you is when you uh, sign up, you get a Butcher Box, will give you a free chicken. 
uh, ButcherBox will gift you a free chicken, burgers, and hot dogs in your first free box. The process is simple. You just sign up, and they choose your box and delivery frequency. They offer five boxes, which is four curated box options, as well as uh, they can offer the popular custom box, so you get exactly what you and your family love. And ships your order frozen at the peak freshness and packed in an eco-friendly, 100% recyclable box delivered to your house so butcher box wants you to enjoy the rest of summer with this special deal butcher box is giving our listeners a special offer of three pounds of chicken free breast two pounds of burgers one pound one pack of hot dogs for free right now new members can get this special deal when they sign up at butcherbox.com slash boys cast that's butcherbox.com slash boys cast for free chicken Burgers, hot dogs in your first box. Dude, I love Butcher Box. Well, I'm eating so much fucking meat. I have also been in a Twitter controversy. Oh yeah, this week. So there was there was one that um, you know I got Chris do? Williamson, pretty sick dude, but uh, I did his podcast and stuff. But he posted a quote of mine and that uh, that I agree with, and I got like messages from people being like, "You're a fucking asshole," <laughs> and and uh, I know it's it's not. And I wouldn't normally just say, you know, obviously I have a, you know, big social media presence. So everyone's yelling at you nonstop and blah, blah, blah. But when something specifically touched a nerve with someone and everyone gets mad that I really think they're stupid, I think it's worth noting because you go, okay, a lot of other people say that and this is why they're wrong, which is why I think it's worth bringing up. But basically... I pu- I said and the and this was posted as you know when people pay, take people's tweets and post it as like a, a quote yeah yeah so someone posted a quote of mine and the idea was I said I'm not interested in getting people from thirty to fifty percent I'm interested in getting people from ninety five to ninety seven percent so that's something that I talk about a lot right and I said surround yourself with people who want the same thing okay and the quote so people you know were like you're a fucking asshole like blah blah, blah. and that seems a pretty benign quote like it's well. Yeah, but like, for for someone to be like, is this a shot at me? Yeah, and it says it's. But the reason why this shit makes people mad says so much about people. And for me, it was actually a little bit it's out like, of context. Tell me you're a loser without telling me you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would have been your next quote. <laughs> well, I was actually referencing the what I've said about Jordan Peterson. So I said I think Jordan Peterson has you know is uh, one of the best, you know, biggest uh, thinkers of our time or whatever. And I yeah. But what I've said was his books and a lot of what he talks to, I don't find that interesting because he's very focused on, as a psychiatrist or whatever, about people that are kind of, their life's a mess. Mm-hmm. He's very interested in like, if your life's a mess, how do you get to, you know, guys that can't find a girlfriend, you know, maybe you're a drug addict or maybe... You know, it's all like, okay, make yeah, your bed, yeah. start. So whereas I'm kind of more interested in like people that are doing well, how do you do better, right? He's, yeah, he's like getting yourself, get you out of the gutter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The massive changes, not the and incremental changes. So this person, you know, the one of the main people that posted like 9,000 times goes, so what? It's no struggling people in my life. I only associate with those who have it all together. What a shit way of showing up to the world. Would you want that attitude shown up in your hour of need? So this is, you know, the first part of what they said. And it just shows that people, it's kind of what a, one of the reasons why people are always having the wrong arguments too, because they aren't able to address what their goals are. So, you know, when two people are arguing about 
even like some politics thing, you go, well, what are your goals? What Mm -hmm. are you trying to get? And with this person, when you're saying, hey, what I'm interested in, and if you're trying to accomplish something really great, obviously surround yourself with those people. If you don't think that goal is important, you know, so many times you have this conversation with like comics that are like, well, you know, I want to have a good work-life balance. I want to have like a life that's fun. I want to travel. It's like, well, then those are your goals. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Surrounding yourself with whoever might not hurt or help your goal. If your goal is to be the best at something, if you're a company and your goal is to be the best company, Obviously, home, hiring a homeless guy yeah. won't help that goal. Yeah, or it might be a nice thing to do. And if your goal is to be the nicest person, if your goal is to, you know, so daily be like, oh, I helped someone. But again, you might actually, even if your goal is to help someone, you actually might do a better job of helping if you're able to put yourself in a position where you can yeah, help. Yeah, where you people. can help people at scale instead of being at like. At scale, that's the yeah, best way to put it. Yeah, you can help a lot of people like, yeah. versus. If you know, but you have to, you know, figure your thing out. No, I mean, sports is like the best thing. All of this, but the reason this stuff bothers people so much, it's it's the same thing with like COVID and everything. So the same reason why, you know, how when when people are really scared about COVID, they need the government to like enforce that you can't go out either. Uh Where you go if you're vaccinated and you're like kind of staying in your house and you're wearing a mask everywhere. Really, it shouldn't matter that much what someone else does, Mm -hmm. but. They they have FOMO. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's kind of this issue of like they want it's just like taking the ball and going home. They it's like, 100%. Yeah, they just hundred percent. We just don't want anybody to play, and therefore we feel better about it. it you're the yeah, guy at FOMO. the company. It is FOMO. You go. So imagine you're someone working at a company, and you know it's like the construction site where someone you know if everyone's like, hey, we're gonna take a break, and the guy goes, I'm just gonna keep working, and you go, no, we're taking a break. Yeah, yeah, we're all. No, 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 no. You don't don't keep working. It's break time. And there has to be that some solidarity because otherwise then the boss can be like, well, this guy's working harder. Mm-hmm. Well, in situations where there is no boss, essentially, he they want the like baseline accepted level of work to be this. Yeah. So when someone starts, even with like your comics, you see that all the time where it's kind of like they want it to be, you know, we just kind of mess around and, you know, you write a bit. And then when someone else is showing up every day and they've written two hours a day, there, there is a bit of, I get why the people like that are like, Yo, fuck off. Totally. Well, they want Stop making us look bad. They want like, you know, almost like justification for their They want justification. And when when people are when they feel moral in their, you know, laziness Mm -hmm. or, you know, mediocrity, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when someone points out that that's what they're doing, like they go, You're just like, yeah, that's fine with being like medium or whatever. Like, and they're like, well, I'm Actually, uh, it's not fine. It's the way you should do it. Totally. Well, it's, yeah, it's again, it's like, it's the equivalent of someone hearing like a Gary V quote or something and being like, he says, be great. And you're like, oh, be great. You want me to be great? What about, not everybody can be great, Gary. And he's like, okay, well, I'm a fucking motivational speaker. Like, I don't, what do you want me to be? Like, be average and just be content with that? But it is even practical. I mean, any, any it's these people, if you actually broke it down, the principles of if you were a hiring company, would you hire someone who's currently a heroin addict? And you go, no. It's like, why not? Okay, well, now extrapolate that principle of like, if you've been doing, uh, if you've been working in finance for 10 years, would you surround yourself with people who've been working in finance for four months? Or would you surround yourself with people that are at your level trying to level up one more? Yeah. So obviously, that's what you would do. 
But the other part that they're not understanding is when you say, oh, so you're not going to help people if they're if they're in, uh, so you're not going to have any people in your life that are struggling. It's like, no, you don't add people like that. Yeah. So again, also imagine you took the opposite of that quote. You go, I don't want people who are going from 95 to 97. I want people who are going from 30 to 50. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why? 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 (laughs) Just to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? And people do that. They, people purposely will surround themselves with people who are like to make them feel better. You'll be correct. Like, you'll be like, oh, I have like a fucking pill problem. I'm going to surround myself with actual crackheads and that'll make me feel better. <laughs> you ever see like outside of your house actually? Yeah. So you like you have all these like drug addicts and it's like a whole scene and you'll see there it's is a real hot bit, scene. It is a real hot scene, but you'll see there is a bit of like a pecking order hierarchy where like there is the guy who's like you can tell is like at the top of the he's food the chain. But in the, the regular food chain, he's still <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. But in that little he's circle, the man in the he's village. the man. And he probably is like, look, I surround myself with these people. I'm the guy. Yeah. But like in the real world, which isn't I'm, so bad being the guy in your little world. Not at all. And he's, but you don't get to now doing, say that someone who's the guy in a higher world, like that's actually worse. Yeah. But he's doing the opposite of what you're doing. He's straight up surrounding himself with people that make him feel better about himself. If he really wanted worse. to improve himself, what he would do was hang him, hang around the other people that were the guys of their homeless circles. And then be like, <laughs> how do you keep the hose in check? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And you go, Oh, you know what? This guy has a policy that if someone pisses on the thing, this is how I deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're kind of, but you're not going to get any tips from them. You're all just winging it on your own world. Yeah. Imagine but, they find out that fucking you live a, a second away from them. Oh boy. Oh boy. You'll be fucking Ryan's not gonna be. You're gonna be like Jesus to them. You're not even gonna be able to leave your. Place. Oh boy. Oh my God, he's here. The Bodega guys all like the YouTube stuff. They're yeah. they're very yeah. like this guy's famous. He goes, when you give me money, when you give me money. He's like, he loves talking about when I'm giving him money. I go for sure checks in the mail, buddy. But the but the the, the biggest point that I was saying is so if you're talking about for for example, don't add people to your life. It's, it's don't like if you got cancer right now, if you're dating someone and they like are going through a rough patch, obviously that's something that I don't think morally you would do and that, but again, it may help you, but I don't think in the long run being that type of person will fucking affect your reputation. It'll affect, um, your, like if you run your life with no honor, yeah, but that no doesn't. Inte- yeah, like it's just like no integrity. No, if like, you run your life with no integrity, that's not a good way to run it. But if you're meeting, if you, so if your girlfriend's like going through fucking something huge, but if you meet a girl on a first date and she's like, "I just got fired from my job," my uh, I'm getting evicted. You go, "Good luck with all that." Don't bring that nonsense into your life unless she's super hot. Unless she's, she's super, super hot. hot, but you do get <laughs> you do get conned because I've been with. So many people that you start dating, you know, a little bit and they put on the front and then two weeks, you're kind of like two, three weeks in and it's like, I got fired from my job. I'm having this big problem at home. And it's kind of like, fuck, that sucks. And then you start dating them and you're like, oh, that's just this bad timing. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, they have another one. And then four months later, they have another one. You go, oh, you just always this, have this. This is who you I are. I caught you every, every month. You have an insane life crisis. And I caught you like the two weeks right before you had your next one. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's nothing wrong with wanting to like fucking be like achieve shit. Yeah. And like, they go, 
You advocate cutting off unhealthy people? I guess I'll take a page out of your book and unfollow you. Boom! <laughs> That's a good phrase. What did you do? How did you do that? <laughs> oh, never mind. I thought you were doing it differently. Back that up. Delete that. <laughs> I thought you had a new way of doing the... You're just, you're just like the struggling people in the world. You just don't see it. So I don't... I do advocate... If you have someone in your life that's a drug addict that keeps stealing from you, yeah, you're going to cut But again, this is off. like an interpretation by this person. Right. Like they're internalizing like stuff in their own life. Yeah. And, then and so many people are like, but it, they, this person you. represents everyone. They're all like this. Yeah. They go, you, um, you, you're just like the struggling people in the world. You just don't see it. Yeah. Everyone's struggling. However, I'm not struggling with being a drug addict. Sure. I'm not struggling with like being able to get a relationship. I'm not struggling with what to do with my life on a mass scale. And I'm not struggling with, you know, how to get out of jail, for example. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everyone has their own struggles and you want to be around people who theirs are similar. Also, I feel like this quote, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, felt like more of from a professional stance. Like, was this a straight, just like all in, like, it feels like you're talking about like, you know, the comedy, like, like, it's not like you're like, Hey, just cut out all dead weight in your life. You don't like, like as a wholesale thing, there's obviously a different standard. I mean, your parents would have to do a lot for you to be like, I got to cut these people out. You go to your parents, you sit them down and goes, look, so you guys are more like a 30 right now. I'm looking for more (laughs) 95. So this isn't going to really work. You're, if you want to cut off your parents, they have to do something really bad, like vote for Trump. Vote for Trump. <laughs> Become real 20s, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't have any room for you. Uh, I mean, how it's so... But it's, it's so many people, it, they, they have all these philosophies, right? Philosophies, hypocrisy. <laughs> Sorry, I can Socrates dropping these. <laughs> you just dropped these, your crown. <laughs> but the, um, but they, they never understand the goals. So, so yeah. many people have so many things they think where they go... This is how you should do this. This is how you should do this. And you go, what's your goal? And they're going, I mean, most people have none. Most people have no goals. Yeah. So if you don't have goals, then you're all, you're just talking. Even with society, they're like, oh, I think that people should, uh, you know, they should have UBI or whatever, whatever you think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the goal? If you go, and if you say, oh, the goal is for uh, people to make more money and the goal, then maybe that won't help. The goal is innovation. I want this. But if you say the goal is to like flatten it all out and you know what? I'm fine with less, everyone making a little bit less money, but it's more even. Then you go, you know what? Maybe that would help your goal. Yeah. And not to steal from Jordan Peterson, but his whole thing is like, don't try and change society if your life's a fucking mess. That is probably is one of his better things. Yeah, yeah, you're like, look, don't try and like change these crazy things if you don't have your own shit. Yeah, greatness is contagious, but also greatness failure. Contag- <laughs> contagious. Uranus. I'm fuck. Girl, no. <laughs> we're just lo- we're just bleeding followers. Contagious. Hear me saying this: girls are from Mars and men are from Uranus. <laughs> All right. All right. We're done. We're done. We got that out of our system. Sorry, but so, anyways, this is. Uh, it was kind of making me laugh too. The fucking the thing I was saying that it sort of relates to everyone, and you see this in the reason why this stuff makes people so mad is because they want to just do stuff. Like how many, like kind of when we talk about people that are like, I'm writing a movie, and you're like, there's no point, and they're like, I want to do this, and I need to think it's a purpose. Where people go, oh, you know what? I'm gonna uh, start this podcast. I'm gonna go to L.A. Uh, networking. It's like, I'm going to go. No, I, I'm, I need to go to these events because they're good for networking. Yeah. And then you go, 
Who's there? That's not going to help anything. Like, what do you, you're, they don't even work in the same industry. Like, why would meeting that person help? And they go, I want to go to this thing and I need to pretend that I'm doing something productive. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you're doing, you're in motion. You're at least like in motion towards your goal, regardless of. That's what they need to feel like they're in motion, but they're all full of fucking garbage. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I had an idea that was making me laugh as a sketch. That, uh, you know, the Not My Present shirts, how they keep switching back and forth. Yeah. A, a, a company that curates, uh, like, getting all the shirts from uh, liberals and then switching them to Republicans and back. So, like, <laughs> it's like after... where they recycle them? Yeah, it's like after... <laughs> it's after an election. And then, basically, they go to all the liberal states and round up the Not My President shirts and sell them at a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody's like, I don't need this anymore. Uh, yeah, because now he is my president. <laughs> they just go to thrift shops and they get... All the nominee, <laughs> yeah. Replace Trump's face with Biden's face. And- yeah. So I like the uh, like a, rec- <laughs> a, a, a not my president swap shop, but like it's basically like an app, and then you find like a, a li- like a liberal gets to match over the Republican, and kind of like when I was uh, young, um, Glenn Healy lived beside my house, the uh, hockey the goalie, goalie yeah. and he's a announcer, and Ken Baumgartner lived in New York, but they play one played for New York and one played for Toronto. So during the season they would switch and live in each other's houses. Yeah, yeah. So it's That's sort a of a very common thing actually. Yeah, so it's like a swap shop that basically it matches uh liberals and Republicans, Democrats and Republicans, and then they every every four to eight years they they meet up with their buddy and swap <laughs> the swap not all my their, president all their gear. baubles and gear and <laughs> all stuff. the not my president gear. <laughs> They just like pop the fucking head off of like the bobblehead, like literally just like just like you just you don't even need the body stays the same. Just pop a new head on. <laughs> well, so this is what happened recently is a fucking loss for the boys. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So L.A. Times labeled traditional masculinity is now officially labeled harmful by the American psychological association I agree agree. basically they started by saying the American Psychological Association has issued its first official warning against toxic masculinity so if you're listening toxic masculinity you're on warning they should have fucking sent them out over like the emergency response system on like you know you get a text every person in America being like (laughs) like a tsunami's coming (laughs) toxic masculinity warning toxic masculinity warning the the levels are high The toxic masculinity yeah, levels. The levels are high. Oh shit! Pollution levels. Yeah. So they basically, yeah, they 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 uh, said that um, they've issued their first official warning. So uh, just guys, get- you've been warned. <laughs> it's on site when they see traditional masculinity. <laughs> traditional masculinity is on notice from the association, and then when they see you. It's fucking on site. You think there's like a traditional masculinity inspector now that's going to go around to like fucking, you know, like construction sites and just like as you're about to hammer, they pull the hammer out of your hand and they like replace it with a fucking flower. You go, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? The American Psychological Association. Traditional masculinity inspector. We're the American. You're blast. We're the American Psychological, the ontological, prophetological. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrical, empirical, miracle. But, <laughs> so, but it, so we're going to go through the article, but it was, you know, one of the things that their kind of premise is, 
is they always try to say things that they want are bad for you, yeah. even though it isn't. So they're basically one of the things they're kind of getting into is that traditional masculinity and you know men not being open and p- having to pick masculine jobs and b- live in masculine roles mm-hmm. is, uh, by the way, uh, I was uh, helping Kurt Metzger write a few uh, roast jokes because they're doing... Him and uh, doing Kurt and Kyle are doing a battle off, but they're oh, doing no. like a reverse battle off, like like a, like all like confidence. yeah. I, I won't say the joke. No, no, no. Like calling the guy, he's like not even a good feminist. Oh, <laughs> like, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. yeah, if you got, you guys got to check that out, especially if you're in LA. But it's gonna be fucking funny. We're the dying pussies on the or whatever. Yeah. Nice. But um, so basically, they they're they're saying that like it makes you more depressed and whatever, and it's it's just so funny to look at a society where you go, okay, most feminine society in the history of the world. Feminism levels are, th- and then and then and they look at that and they go, toxic masculinity is through the roof. So it's in the in the history of all of the experiments you could do. This is probably the most feminine society, like the Western world right yep, now. Yeah, and they're looking at that and they go, it's not even close. Like the biggest problem there is toxic masculinity is making the men depressed. And you go, well, then why th- are men more depressed now? That's a good point. Huh? Why are suicide rates higher? And you go, well, because of toxic masculinity. And you go, but would you not say it's more toxically masculine in Saudi Arabia? No, why? Because they're POC. Why are the least toxic societies, you know, Japan, not specifically masculine society. Masculinity rates through the, or, you know, suicide rates through the roof. Yeah. And their well, thing they is. they just have no purpose in life. It's, you ever, there was a movie, there was a fucking Netflix documentary I watched about no not documentary it was a show and basically there was these guys that would kill people it was like a uh, like a cult sort of situation mm-hmm. and how they would kill them is they would give they would get them sick by a pill yeah. and then they would give them medicine and the medicine makes them more sick so the person would be like uh, when I'm when you're better you can leave our hotel right because we'll mm. take care of you they made friends with the person and then they'd be like take the medicine and they couldn't get better so they'd give them more medicine but the medicine was making them more sick and that was the scam and then they would die eventually well eventually yeah they'd die or they'd kill them and all sorts of, well no no eventually they would steal their passports and all this sort uh, of okay. stuff but the point of it is that this is what they do the medicine is be like being more feminine and then it makes you worse off and they go, you need more of our sweet, sweet medicine of feminism. Some, some femininity. You need more femininity. And then when guys you know, do all this femininity part, and you go, you know what? Maybe there's a certain type of person that that helps. But for most people, you know, completely going against their biological nature in every way generally f- finds people less self-actualized. Yeah. So then it makes, you know, in a lot of ways, they don't find that they fit in and it makes them more depressed because they're they don't feel like their place makes sense. I mean, the also world. some of the things are literally like evolutionary biological things. Like, well, go, that's on notice. Evolution's on notice as evolution's well. On, like it's literally like Darwin shit where they go like, Oh, you know, what's toxic masculinity competitiveness. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> what do you like? It's like your G like your like sperm literally competes like, right with one another. Like this is like on the most like basic fucking atomic level, like on the, you know, it really is. It's like you're you're trying to say like, oh, competitiveness is bad, and you're like, okay, well, let's see what a society without competitiveness looks like. I mean, it wouldn't exist, but yeah, yeah, it's well, it would ha- it would only it's just exist innate. It's innate. You're if like, if it was so socially stigmatized that you essentially go to jail for fucking trying to be competitive, it's like, are you trying to be competitive right now? Yeah. 
Are like you, you're, you two guys are talking to a girl and they both like her, and then they both have to be like, "I hate you," and then they walk away. Yeah, it's and you been, go, I'm not. It, I'm never compete over anything. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're playing basketball. Like, Why did you hey, not show up to where's work? Where's the hoop? <laughs> there's, why, there's no hoop anymore. Why did you not show up to work? Why well, don't want people to think I'm doing trying to do a good job <laughs> to compete? I'd hate to, hate to make people think I'm care. They said. Particular constellation, uh, the particular constellation of standards that has held sway over large segments of the population, including anti-femininity, achievement, <laughs> they, they yeah, achievement, achievement, achievement a uh, and of the appearance of weakness, so not liking the appearance of weakness, and adventure, risk, and violence. It's like literally go ask fucking any chick who's looking for a partner, go, how much do you like a weak man? How are you you looking for a particularly weak, uncompetitive, <laughs> underachiever? Make that your fucking profile on Tinder. You go, yeah, I'm a weak bitch who doesn't like to achieve, and I'm not particularly competitive. And see how that works out for you. Not competitive, weak, weak. I don't. I and I'm not afraid of the appearance of weakness either. Yeah, they they they, they not one of those. Want, <laughs> they just want every guy to look like olive oil from fucking Popeye, yeah. just like stick arms. Not like, adventurous, low risk tolerance. <laughs> just a fucking. Just gonna be swinging bat, <laughs> taking girls home right and left. Oh yeah, women love that. I would describe myself as uh, not afraid to appear weak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, value achievement. I mean, the craziest thing is for them to not acknowledge that like guys are like this as a reaction from demands of women. Like it's not. Like these two things do not live independently. That's true. Like guys are like this because women like this and they're trying to get women. So it's like to say like this is toxic masculinity where like this is toxic femininity again. It's the same as like remember the internalized misogyny stuff? Yeah. Where it was like they're like, oh, no, no, no. This isn't toxic femininity. This is just internalized yeah. misogyny. And then well, they're trying to take the other side. Well, you go, look, it's like it's a it's a counterbalance. You just hit the nail on the head because a lot of people that are espousing this bullshit one of the big things that they don't understand is balance. So they look at, it's kind of like, imagine you see a guy that works 80 hours a day and, and then a guy works, then there's a guy who works 24, or sorry, a week, but a guy works 24 hours a day, doesn't sleep, doesn't eat, and then he dies. Mm -hmm. And then they look at that and they go, working's bad. Yeah. So it's like, you see a guy that is in jail because he murdered everyone and they go, masculinity is bad because that's what it is but they're unable to understand that you need a balance of things as a human being mm -hmm. and that women are like part of this but this equation. is what so what they say is they go traditional masculinity ideology has been shown to limit males psychological development constrain their behavior result in gender role strain hey gender role strain and uh, you know what a gender role strainer is? Is no. when your girl's fucking making spaghetti with a fucking strainer and cooking you up a roll. What do you think of that? You can cut that out, I think. And, uh, That's fine. <laughs> what's, the, what's the baking roll? A knee, uh, a rolling pin? Yeah, that's that's gender strain and rolls. <laughs> you make me pass it with this big fucking strainer and you, you get a fucking baking roll on my pies. <laughs> Whoa! 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 
<laughs> philosophies of philosophies of so they go they result in gender role strain and the gender role conflict and negativity influence mental health and physical health so that's what they're saying you know all this masculinity is making you less physically and uh and mentally unhealthy well, i can't imagine ways it's making you physically physically unhealthy. i know you're seriously they're like yeah the, all these guys in the gym are just getting less healthy every day it's no, but this is the fucking American Psychological Association. This isn't like some wacky ass kook. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, this isn't. This is how embedded this nonsense is. But the problem is with them. I think they go. They're saying that you know they'll see a depressed person, and they're they're looking at it like if only he would let his girlfriend peg him, he'd finally be happy. They go, well, that's what happens <laughs> when you the things that would make you happy, like taking a fucking. Twelver, <laughs> Twelver. That's traditional masculinity for you. That's it, right there. Just not getting pegged. Ugh, it's like the and they're and they're sort of saying the things like the gender role strain, right? But they're reverse engineering it where they go, well, like you, Danny. You know, he picked this like masculine job where he's scamming uh his friends out of money by convincing them to buy uh mudsu the day he sells it right <laughs> convincing his friends to make bad Real. stock picks while he buys their shares <laughs> it's oh, like a man right like but, a man but what they're but they're saying like but you'd rather work in a flower shop right mm -hmm. and you go yeah there might be the odd bitch that he's like all i ever wanted to do sell flowers but my dad forced me to work in the hammer business <laughs> the hammer mines but most that is a more of a guy characteristic too than girls that you don't really go with the flow as much like that idea of your parents telling you to do something and you being like kind of getting in line with what your parents told you everyone has a bit of that but girls have it more yeah the the like i don't want to you know make people mad also gender certain genders or not certain genders uh, genders, they innately like certain things. Yeah, so both of those things are combined. Yeah, the like, fact that there is only a small percentage of people that didn't want to enter, you know, the things that more suit uh, that gender. And then on top of that, if if you are this idea that society's pushed you into that, that's actually even less relevant for dudes too because they don't listen as much. Yeah. They're a little more rebellious. So there are two things there, but they're saying confronting the norms of this masculine ideology can result in suppressing emotions and masking distress in young boys, as well as more risk-taking and aggressive behaviors and a lack of willingness to seek help. I mean, testosterone literally makes you take more risks and... Uh, yeah, yeah, in your more, body. And be more aggressive. Like, it's a, it's a literal hormone that is, if you give that to a woman who's transitioning or whatever, they will start doing that. And also, to these just people, just cut off our balls already. Yeah, fucking just cut the balls psychological off. association. Exactly. That's literally their solution. You go. You know what? If we just fucking castrated every man in America, we'd solve our problems. And writing a fucking tweet is risk-taking behavior these days. It is when you're me. <laughs> when you're dangerous, dangerous, <laughs> heinous, fucking <laughs> heinous in the anus, and heinous in the anus. But we, I know plenty of dudes that are like emotional. Are they the happiest ones? Like, are your friends... They're always crying. <laughs> I mean, on the surface, they're the least happy ones. They're literally just crying nonstop. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that makes them feel better after all the crying's done. 
The report additionally contends that this can lead to traits like homophobia. And there we have it. So the American Psychological Association says that if you fucking are a man, it's going to make you less happy. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you uh, have gender strain. You're going to be more physically weak, which I don't know why that's even bad to them. It's ideal. It's the ideal ideal body. But more importantly... On top of that whole thing, it's going to make you homophobic. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. And then they said, any solution? Do they provide any sort of solutions? Well, yeah. Their solution is cry more and work at the flower shop. Mm-hmm. And that's it? They just want to... Maybe it's like, you know how they have that like... Uh... Well, they actually are providing one solution actually okay. right here. They said... Uh, guidelines for psychological practice for boys and men additionally calls on those treating male patients to recognize their own bias and urges them to address how power privilege and sexism works by both conferring benefits to men and by trapping them in their narrow roles. So they sort of have a solution and that solution is addressing your power privilege. It's like a bunch of gobbledygook. Well, what does that even mean? you're saying that as a guy who never addresses how sexism works, and that's how, why you're depressed. Yeah, that's why I'm depressed, and I don't work at a fucking flower shop. Because you're, no, you're afraid to I recognize your own I could have been this whole bias. time. Can you imagine, though, like some fucking 20-year-old, uh, you know, depressed, having a bad time, finished college, he doesn't feel like he can get a job, and then you go, have you tried... Addressing your privilege. Yeah, just look in the mirror and just call yourself a piece of shit. Have you tried that? This is... Imagine this is your fucking psychologist. This is I mean, a joke. It'd be crazy if you're paying this person money. Like, you're like 150 an hour to be like, so maybe have you considered that you're a piece of shit and that's why <laughs> yeah. everything's bad? And you go, huh. Have you tried I never, I never to address your power privilege? <laughs> Think that would help Los Angeles Times and the Psychologically Association? Your son comes home. He's having a bad day at school. Oh, I see what's happening here. You're having, you're having been looking in the mirror and addressing your power. Privilege is acting up. These people are fucking nuts, dude. The APA also invokes a series of sobering statistics. Getting ready to be fucking sober, dude. That emphasize the traditional masculinity marked by stoicism. Now Danny's in the scope. Uh-oh. Competitiveness, dominance, and aggression is on the whole harmful. This is depends on what your goal yeah, is. for sure. You know, I was having this argument too when, cause I was, I, you know, I was talking about, I was kind of ranting this in my own life before I go to the podcast. I often rant about it on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's out there fucking selling stuff he found in the garbage with everybody else. Just, but I was saying that it depends on what your goal is, right? Like you, what I was kind of saying, uh, 10, 10 uh, minutes ago or whatever, the idea that you, uh, need to pick, make decisions depending on what your goal is. And then they were like, well, what about when you, uh, like, okay, so let's say you're deciding whether or not to go to university or not, because we were talking about, th- there's this other article we might go through, but he was talking about, like, whether or not to go to university, there is a point where, well, a lot of goals that might help. You don't have to have one goal necessarily. So even when you're talking about how to design a structure, a city or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, like, hey, we should put, like, a park here, that doesn't really hurt anyone, but a lot of people's goals of different societies, it actually kind of would be in line with multiple goals. Yeah. So a lot of things you find that are in line with multiple goals and a lot of things you propose that are in line with only one narrow goal that you need to think of. It's kind of an abstract thing. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but um, they said 
Uh, also, over the course of your life, sometimes you always need different medicine, you know? Yeah. If you, some people, you look at them, you go, dude, you actually kind of do need to fucking be a man right now, like blah, blah. And then the other guy that's just like walking into bars every day, getting in fights, you might be like, you need a good pegging. <laughs> you need a, the doctor's orders, solid pegging. <laughs> What the fucking? What'd you call it? A twelver? A fucking twelve, twelve <laughs> in. For example, being, for example, this is another reason why stoicism, which Danny likes stoicism. So I like was stoicism before I ever even heard of it. Yeah, I'm just like fucking not like a victim. I'm not like a slave to my emotions. Where they went when they one that they were saying it's like you know stoicism. Like for example, when the guy, what's the guy's name? The big stoic, stoic guy. The he wrote uh, the Seneca, letters. Seneca. Seneca. Seneca wrote that uh, you know his own kid and parents died, and he didn't even uh, he didn't even let it affect him. Danny's like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> <laughs> because every person you know died of the plague. Broke up with his and, and he was just going. That sucks. Danny broke up with his long-term girlfriend, showed up to the comedy club. Anything interesting today? He goes, I bought a gumball. <laughs> I <got> a gumball. <laughs> yeah, nothing notable other than that, though. Yeah, it's because of my toxic masculinity. Ryan thinks I should have just been fucking <laughs> weeping like a bitch. <laughs> dude, that's so funny when dudes show up. That's like narcissism when you show up to places fucking crying as a Oh, dude. crazy, I know. I'm more of a I just ah, I aggressively hump the air until people ask me what I'm so happy about. I go, oh, what me? Happy about? Do I? Do you think I'm happy? Yes, 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 What are you happy about? Oh, nothing, yeah, nothing. Except I'm on the market. <laughs> all the single dannies, all, all the, the single dannies. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's how Danny shows up at the club. <laughs> he shows up on a seg. Danny breaks up with his girlfriend. He shows up on a Segway. All the single Dannys. All the single Black Danny. leotard. If she liked it, then she put a ring on it. If she liked it, then she should have put a ring on it. Oh, oh, oh. I'm kind of regretting that I didn't do that. What? Show up like that. With the Segway. With the Segway and the fucking all the single Dannys. <laughs> oh, Traniel in the building. And they said, though many men... Oh, no, this is the two more things. For example, despite being four times more likely to die of suicide than women, men are st significantly less likely to be diagnosed with internalizing disorders because they don't conform to the traditional stereotypes of men's emotionality. Okay. They're saying you're less likely to, like, go get help. And, and this kind of goes back to this privilege thing where you go, because you don't help. Mm -hmm. These people don't help. Like, they all... Can you imagine, like right now, online being kind of like a fucking, you know, white fucking rich like Trump supporter and posting online that you're like, hey, I'm feeling like depressed. I can't find a job. And have anyone not like you would get half the people responding to you would be like dunking on you, d dunking yeah, on be like, you. good, kill yourself. No, this isn't really the idea. Helping. People, the 90 percent of the world is for for a lot of dudes. Is people telling you how good you have it, mm -hmm. which probably, yeah, that doesn't help if you're like, it's hard to get over your problems when everyone's just like, you fucking have it yeah, so you privileged good. piece of shit. And yeah, you're you like, go, you're like, I really in your American Psychological Association paper, they're like, 
Have you rec- Have you decided to recognize how good everything is for you? Yeah, you go, I, I did, and I still want to kill myself. And then they go, well, we're out of options. The only, the only bullet we had here was just you checking your privilege and hoping that would sort things out. I kind of see it the other way, too, where there is... I've always argued where a lot of people like to argue that the idea of, oh, uh, you think you're, like, depressed or you're bad, or you think things are bad right now? Well, just so you know this is the highest wealth of any society in history or whatever. Mm. And they go, well, look at people over in China, this and this. And they go, yeah, well, obviously that doesn't, like relative wealth like does matter. Absolutely. But that doesn't make people, that's not the solution to, like you can't be like, oh my God, I was so, some gross, goes, I was raped. And you go, oh, you know, some people were raped and murdered. And exactly. Go, yeah, that's yeah. not making me feel So better. I don't think this is a good sol- thing in any case. No. When someone has a problem and you just tell them how great everyone else is, it's just kind of like stupid. Yeah, how good you have it. And you go, yeah. okay, well. Well, listen, I'm going to talk about my next sponsor, which is Keeps Hair Loss Fucking Prevention. And we got JJ's on board with this now. We got, uh, we're going to turn JJ into old Homer Simpson. We're going to turn him into the goddamn wolf, man. We're going to turn him into the motherfucking wolf man (laughs) up top. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it's convenient virtual doctor consultations, which is a good thing because you don't have to go to the doctor and have your doctor with his John Stamos hair. Yeah. And that little, the shiny thing on the front of his head. Yeah. Are you going to look right in my asshole again? (laughs) What does that have to do? Then you have to find, he puts his hand up your ass. You find out he didn't work there. (laughs) The whole thing, so you don't have to do that. Online consultations, which I like for everything. And the medication is delivered straight to your home every three months. You don't have to leave your home to do it. It's the offer is a simple, stress-free way to uh, keep your hair. Slow-cost treatment starts at just $10 a month, which is not bad. Keeps offer generic versions. So this is one of the cheaper ones. That's part of the whole deal here. Discreet packaging, proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any other competitor's. Prevention is key. Treatments can take up to four to six months to see results. So you want to get on that now, like our friend JJ. We don't want to see what he looks like in eight years. We want to get this now. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash boyscast to receive your first month of treatment free. That's keeps.com slash boyscast to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash boyscast. On On the third portion of the boyscast, we like to have some fun. Love fun. We like to have a little bit of fun. I love. We like to start out fun. Fun. We get. We like to tackle the issues in the middle. One of my main, like tr- traditionally masculine, harmful uh, traits is I like fun. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that the boys, the National Boys Association, declares fucking femininity a on notice. <laughs> hey, ladies, you're on notice. Just so you know, girls, it's on site. We're fucking dropping the mitts the minute I see you. <laughs> Dude, if you if you're listening and you're at the National Association and you want to fucking go buckets and gloves with the boys, <laughs> if you want to just fucking drop them, just drop them just for fun. You spit the chew out. You go fucking right buckets and gloves. Be my fucking guest. You know where to find me. You know where we're at. You know where we're at. Come to my fucking sold out show. In New York, actually, there's uh, 40 tickets left on the 11th. Uh-huh. Come through the fucking sold out show, October 21st. Just fucking drop them with me, LA Times writers. You're fucking on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to just do. I'm trying. I need my own one because that's Giannis made on notice his thing. Oh. <laughs> You're on site. That is my new thing. It's on site. But I love on site is so funny, though. 
when like uh it's a more of like a hip-hop thing when you're in a fight with someone you just always say like the idea is like dude when i see that guy on it's on site oh, sorry, yeah. like you just immediately drop the buckets and gloves i watched that hockey documentary but the, the mobster oh, fucking so thrashers good. rules so good it was so sick yeah it was crazy i remember reading about that a few years ago and then they turned into a documentary he tried to make it slap shot and then Dude, all of the guys on the ice, they knew the minute the puck drops, they dropped the fucking fighting. gloves. Dude, and the guy broke his leg. It was like facing the other way. Oh, the that guy was awesome. The whole thing was crazy. The what guy, a the guy, And then they had their sniper who only had one eye. Incredible. The whole thing was insane. Yeah, incredible. But the um, this is uh, The Guardian who's been coming up with some wild stuff. This is, I just want to say, if we're living in a world where toxic masculinity is like the number one problem, right? Which it is. And then we have articles like this. It says, the phallic necktie is an outdated symbol of white male rule in New Zealand's parliament. Mm-hmm. So if you if you came from a different, you know, a different era or something and you go, what should I know about uh, 2021? And you go, uh, Trump was president. That was kind of crazy. Um Oh, toxic masculinity is completely out of control. Big issue. Um, we're, we're, oh, uh, we've gotten to the point where we're banning ties because they're uh, too masculine. Yep. You go. I mean, it's funny that they say. Wait new- a second. Yeah. I thought you just said toxic masculinity <laughs> is out of control. Be like, well, this is how we're trying to get a handle on it. Banning ties. If you if you look at a society, they go, men aren't allowed to wear. Men shouldn't have to wear ties anymore. No more ties for men because they're too phallic. And you go. Yeah, this masculinity is what's fucking gone wild. That's <laughs> true. It's weird too because they say specifically they make the point that it's in New Zealand's parliament. You're like, but they wear ties in everywhere. Galen. But it's like, is this an issue in the land of fucking gay? Is this an issue everywhere or just in New Zealand? Because <laughs> they wear ties everywhere. Gay Lordland. Gay Lordland. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hypocrisy, Socrates, philosophies. <laughs> That's the number one issue right now with articles ties. like this. You go, don't make us wear a tie. Professor Claire Robinson. So I am you you always like it when I tell you what the author is. I love it. So, it gives it could gives you a little bit of color. Pro Professor Claire Robinson is a pro vice chancellor of the College of Creative Arts. Pro Vice like the magazine? Yeah. <laughs> she's just pro vice. She's pro vice. She's the yeah, chancellor of the vice. College of Creative Arts at Madison University, but she's the pro vice. Yep. But like, think about this. So again, we're going to uh, do an article about, uh, so we're going to talk about this also on the Patreon, but the idea that uh, men aren't going to college at as much rates or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you look at universities, and because I've been talking about this in the past, but I'm going to go through a bigger thing and to not cover it again kind of here. But if you look at universities and you go, men aren't going to universities as much. And then you go, this is what the professors think. If you're a professor of university and you're writing articles about why ties are sexist, yeah, and then you go, why aren't men wanting to participate in this? <laughs> it's so crazy how far because it's, it's stupid. Yeah. Also, like you would have th- you thought there would have been like a not that long ago where you'd come in all shabby and they're like, put a tie on. Now right. you come in like all fucking proper and they're like, take that tie Masculine off. Masculine much? <laughs> Whoa! Calm down. Just wear a fucking garbage bag. That's what they want. So yeah, but you go, this is what university professors are up to. Taking her free time to research 
to write a fucking expose on ties. On ties and how they're. There's bad. only one tie that the boys need to worry about, and that's Domi. Because he's about to drop the fucking gloves when he sees imagine, the Guardian. Imagine he shows up to her office. He goes, I heard you had a problem with ties, lady. She goes, what? He fucking just beats the shit out of her. He goes, but you don't like ties. You want to get me banned? I took that fucking personal, came all the way down here from fucking London, Ontario. <laughs> you fucking think? A lot of people were upset with me for fucking saying the. By the way, it was exported greens. And they go, man, yeah, why'd you have to pick Sudbury? Some oh, people the, like the Sudbury shout-out. Some people are like, we're not all like that in Sudbury. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sudbury's fucking uh, smoking the green deaths while dipping chew. Yeah, I know. This is university. That's what's going on. Now, let me ask you a question before we move on. Yeah. Is the piano tie still sexist? Good question. That's a good question. Uh, yes. Yes, I'm going to go with yes. A piece of clothing that echoes the cod piece is designed to promulgate white male power should be optional. So the Guardian's going hard this week with ties are racist. And they said, if there was ever a year to change New Zealand's anarchist, anarchonistic, she likes her big words. So this is her using her university fucking professorness. Yeah, you just got to put that shit. Anachronistic parliamentary tie code it should be 2021 and why are women policing our outfits is kind of another question that i'm having our bodies that's fucked up policing our bodies policing our piano tie wearing (laughs) policing my ability to do that fun joke where you pretend the tie's your tongue to impress chicks at the bar you know that one you roll up your tie oh yeah then you go what's up ladies (laughs) it's a very uncle at a wedding trick where you do that and you go and then the ladies generally just beg to suck it after yeah, you do that. Yeah. So are we going to go to your place or mine? <laughs> yeah, just go to the bathroom. Also, in this in this era, these things are always specifically so funny where the situation right now for the last two years has been they shut down every business. People weren't allowed to leave their houses. The stock market crashed. So many people aren't in the workforce. And they, someone comes in and they go... Good news. We got great news. You go, what is it? We're almost getting ties banned. <laughs> it is amazing what some people kind of make their thing, you know, that where they like the way the lens they look at the world where there's so much going on. They go, you know where my beef is? Ties. They're just looking at the guy in parliament being like, you fucking pig. <laughs> you know what her probably answer is? She goes, you know what the real answer to this is? Everybody just across the board has to wear female pantsuits. Like That's Hillary, what future does Hillary look like Clinton's sometimes. female pantsuits for everybody. No ties. Shoulder pads. Yeah. Even if you're a dude. She goes, white male MPs, the most likely demographic to wear a tie. I was I was kind of looking into this again. It's, and yeah, you're right. Like in uh, the Middle East, they don't wear this kind of stuff. Like China wears ties. Like yeah. the parliament wears ties. Of course. Every country, even if you go to Africa... I'm sure. Yeah, they all wear suits. Yeah, they all wear. I mean, not all of them, but like. Well, I guess because they ponying up for the white man. Yeah, it's because the white, it's the colonialism. Xing Sang Zhu in China doesn't realize that he's fucking supporting imperialism. And white supremacy. And white supremacy with his piano tie. You know what I didn't realize? I don't know if you're going to get to it, but actually, just go on. The demographic most likely to wear a necktie are now a minority. 
So the white people are now a minority, mm-hmm. but they're Finally. still enforcing their white ties. On that's why the Chinese, uh, the president of China, the chancellor, whatever you call him, of she, China. She the reason why he wears a tie is because this white minority in England is telling them they have to. She's like, you. This it's almost uh, it shows they're always racism where they're like. The Chinese people don't want to show up to Congress in a tie. They would like to wear a, a rice outfit. Yeah, those conical hats. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they think. They're like, I'm fighting for the right to Chinese people to and wear they're, a they're, Raiden hat to Parliament. And they're like, yeah, this tie is like fucking from Chanel. This thing was like $900. I don't wear a Raiden hat. I think that Middle Eastern people should be able to show up to Parliament in their dresses. <laughs> and they go... Listen, I didn't grow up there. I don't really need to. I grew up in like the UK. Yeah. I went to school in London. I don't think I need to wear a, my native garb. <laughs> the African hats and the beat. Like, I, I guess that would be a flex if you're like a black guy that grew up in London. You're in London Parliament and you are you show up every day in the dashiki. The dashiki and, and the yeah. whatever. Uh, and you're just Pelosi like, wear. and you're literally like. Just fucking tell me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I fucking <laughs> dare you to tell me I can't wear this. And, they go, and they're like, oh, we have a tie rule, sir. Just more ridiculous every Your single Majesty day. says we need to wear a tie. They have to show up Will Smith style where they do the tie around their head. And, you know, when they go, they said we couldn't wear a tie. They said we had to wear a tie, but they didn't say how we had to wear a tie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He shows, wears it on his head. Yeah. Big move from WSS. Big Willie Styles. Big Willie Styles. Also a fucking lyrical miracle. <laughs> lyrical miracle. Um, so they go, the white male MPs, and he asked, they go, for some, uh, Millard, who has previously uh, said he personally loathed wearing a tie, apparently he's made a decision to stick with the tie rule. So there's a guy in parliament. Because of white supremacy? Yeah, but well, he, he doesn't even he like- He goes, I hate ties, but I love white supremacy. <laughs> he's so. in a pickle. <laughs> Gotta meet in the middle. <laughs> he's in a pickle. Yep. He does. He really hates ties, but he loves white supremacy. <laughs> because that's what they said. They go, basically, this guy's in charge of parliament. Mm-hmm. And then they said, uh, they did a vote. And then they said, what do you think personally? He says, I don't like wearing a tie that much. Yeah, but the vote, you know, everyone voted and they still made a tie. So a significant majority of members who still responded and opposed any change to the dress standards for debating chamber. They must, after they had that vote, though, you have to imagine some people were, you know, first Brexit and now the tie law got (laughs) shut down. There were some probably tie shops near their parliament building who were like they were watching that really carefully <laughs> you know, this is this might be the end for us boys it is one of those things where you think the tie lobby got to them at all the tie you big tie you, you, you like the tie lobby in, in new zealand was like being like you know back alley deals meeting in the back of a bar just like fucking envelope full of new zealand dollars uh, envelope full of tie gifts be like he goes <laughs> like real like house of card shit where he goes tomorrow you're gonna make sure that this fucking doesn't <laughs> yeah. pass we're wearing ties i'll tell you what you're gonna be we're going to be allowing Thai food in the meetings. <laughs> Thai Domi is going to be at all all parliament meetings in the New Zealand. Imagine it's a to- total inept thing. And they go, and then I'm going to put it forth. They're all the food in the parliament is Thai food. And they go, no, 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 wrong thing. <laughs> we gave you a million dollars under the table. <laughs> oh, we're idiots. So they're, <laughs> they're policing our outfits. I will say one thing that I did not know. I So mo- mostly we w- like do these articles and... Most of the time, I'm like, this is nonsense. I learned nothing from this. This is just nonsense, right? But one thing I did not know is because it says in the article, it says, the necktie echoes the shape of the codpiece, 
which is, I think, a, the dick thing or whatever. Uh, of, and it says that... Did you see the correction at the end of the article? No. Okay. Oh, is was... it not true? Oh, fuck off. Because it says Because it literally goes... Dude, was, I'm not Oh, kidding. my God. So it goes, designed 500 years ago to emphasize a European nobleman's importance through his large phallic size. It is arrow-shaped and directs the eyes of an onlooker she down had... towards a man's groin. And I was like, There's I didn't co- know that the tie was an arrow pointing to your cock? There is a correction at the end of that article... This says she was mistaken. Fuck That's God. not what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I read that. I go, no shit. I go, because it is like an no. arrow pointing at your cock. She had to correct that part of the article. I'm so happy you brought that, that up. That is so funny. She fucking said, she goes, the reason for the tie is for dudes. They made a, they put a. <laughs> you know like, it's the opposite like, of woman. It's a guy's talking to a woman 200 years ago. It was he the, goes, my cock's down no, here. It was the original, the man, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> the tie was supposed to be the original, the man, the legend t shirt. So it was <laughs> a big fucking oh hog pointed down. And then it's like, you, the look girl's like, oh, I like your tie. And you go, there's another one down there. Hey, you go, look where the arrow's You like a big you. fucking piece of sausage on my neck? Uh-huh. How would you like my second piece of sausage on your neck? Down your neck. That's fucking nuts. That sucks. That was like, I was go, I actually learned something. And then. No, you learned wrong. Yeah. They corrected that. <laughs> they had to fucking do a correction the in their great- article that said, oh yeah, they didn't make ties to, to fucking tell girls that they have fucking massive pipes. Yeah, well, because that's what they were concerned with, you know, four hundred years ago when they invented the tie. I know. You know what? We need to figure out a way for uh, women to look. The one guy with a big hog in the city needed to let the girls know. Like literally before there was any sort of laws on consent or rape or anything, they go, "Hey, we gotta, (laughs) gotta get ties." It's not. There's a university professor. This was she's up to. She must have been so pissed when that vote didn't go through. Yeah. Brexit. Trump. And the tie law got fucking shut down. She big, must Big tie wins again, man. Big tie will always prevail. T- you can't be big tie. A fabric flapper pouch designed 500 years ago uh, to emphasize the nobleman's importance. Yeah, that's the one that they had to yeah. strike down. <laughs> if that yeah, was that's... the case for me, if that was the case, though, everyone would remember long shirts? Everyone yeah. should be walking around with a tie down to the ground. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, just like rolling, just like dragging it. It's like a fucking wedding dress, like the train. It's like 40 feet behind you. Yeah. Every every single guy is just walking around with his tie dragging like 20 feet back. Literally, if nine this, guys carrying your tie dude, into if, the club. If that was true, every floor on earth would be fucking spotless. <laughs> from all the tie drags. From all the tie dragging. So they t- today the tie remains an enduring symbol of white male supremacy, serving to maintain white male values and standards as the norm. Well, if that's the case, do you think the Grand Wizard is watching this, being like, "All I had to wear was a tie. I got this stupid ass hat on. Yeah, I know. I'm wearing a fucking wizard gown when all I needed was a fucking necktie to let everyone know that I'm a white supremacist. Maybe they could add a tie." They should definitely put a tie. They should have two ties. What about a bow tie? I don't know if bow ties. Bow ties not because it's not pointing at the package. <laughs> bow tie seems like the well. The, the bow tie is actually not that white because the fucking nation of Islam took the bow tie. Yeah, my hockey coach made us wear ties, which I now know is fucked up. But why? 
Well, oh, because of the white supremacy. Yeah. Well, now yeah. I know that it's fucked up and he's probably a pedophile. He goes. It's interesting, too, because I read today that uh, in the NHL, because the NHL is the only league that still makes the players do like the whole suit and tie thing. It's like mandatory. Yeah. And they're they're now talking about relaxing it so they can all dress cool like basketball players and stuff. Probably cooler showing up to the game. Cool. But that's an old tradition in hockey. But they're sure. getting rid of it. An old white male tradition. It is an old white male tradition. and They're getting rid of it. It's going by the wayside. I hated having to wear it. I mean, all the players say straight up, they're like, yeah, it was fun. You know, you like wearing the tie once. I mean, this like- is one of those things where I think these people are morons. And if you go to, if, if I was in any sort of this working in any sort of uh, proximity to these people and a girl comes in and she's like, hey, I'm organizing a vote and we're trying to get rid of the tie. I'll be like, don't you have stuff to do? No. Do you not have anything to do? That all being said, if I was... You know, going to private school, working in parliament, and they said, hey, no, guys can wear whatever they want now. I w- would be like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I'm like, I hate that shit. Yeah, no know. one wants to wear this stuff. Yeah. But they're still morons. Yeah. Girls get to wear whatever they want. Although there is something nice about the simplicity of... Not having to worry, you know, and not having to worry about what you work. It's the, you know, the, yeah, the you, Steve you, Jobs you, you, thing. Yeah, you pick one tie and... You just wear the same thing every day has some simplicity. I do get that. So but it's not because people then they have like my dad wore a suit and tie to work every day and he has like fucking 90 suits. Right. But they're all that you're just picking. I have 90 black shirts, but I still just go pick a black shirt. That's true. So there is something if they go, if they say like the ho- hockey players right now, they don't have to think about what they're wearing to the game. Right. Mm-hmm. They just put the suit on. Whereas now they switch it. They go, you got to wear, uh, you got to wear a certain, you can wear whatever you want. Now they're like. Oh, do I dress cool? Do I dress like a nerd? Do I wear the, you have, they have to think about it. That's true. It is another thing to well, think about. Well, I think about. when they're rich though, they, they they all do have tons of suits. They're just they're trying to figure out how to like gussy up the suit, you know. It's like, "Oh, do I do a weird hat?" It's all you can really add to it is do, do I wear a vest? Yeah. Right? Not a lot of options. Well, they said in December 2020, newly elected uh party co-leader Rawawa Welatiti on his given on giving his maiden, so the the they call one of the things in uh, Parliament a maiden speech in Parliament, mm-hmm. which they did a, a brackets and they said another anachronistic term that requires interrogation. So she's in her article and she goes, she has other problems. The tie she started on the tie, but she's about to branch off to the other terms. She, she, has, goes, a, she has a lot of issues. Removed his necktie after speaking about uh, speaking out about Tipuna, who was wrongly convicted of a crime. So. Big protest from this guy. He took his tie off. Yeah. Imagine you're in fucking New Zealand. You're like, yeah, we... Quite um, the protest. You're like, every time we have one new case of COVID, we lock down the entire country, and then you flip on fucking parliament, and they're like, ties are bad. This is what's important to deal with right now. And they're like, hey, we have like a real crisis with our country with like COVID. And they're like, ties. Ties. And the last sentence is, forms of clothing and body adornment allow people the ability to project how the world sees them and how they see themselves in their place in the world. So this is girls, uh, a girl thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you get to um, show the world who you are. It's, it really is. Um, you should be able to, it's the boss in uh, office space. You need to be able to show your flair. Your flair, yeah. And imagine, you think she goes, we ban ties and you show up with a tie and she'll go, well, we said you didn't have to wear the tie, but 
You're still wearing it. Well, I thought it was my choice, though. You go, okay. A lot of things that these people say is their choice. They really don't think it's your choice. 2021 should be a time when our democracy is enabling, not preventing members of parliament with other worldviews, genders, and values. Girls can already wear whatever they want and values to express and respect and their political ideals and values through other non-Western, non-male forms of clothing, attire, and decoration. So every every society does have their thing. Like in Arab polit in Arab like uh, politics, they still do have a dress code. It's just their other dress yeah, it's code. Their dress code. But anyways, the moral of the story is their dress code is literally nothing. a dress. <laughs> dress code is a dress. <laughs> dress it's, 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 it's a very literal dress it's code. A- <laughs> the code is the dress. Fellas, 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 make sure to buy the last few tickets to my 11 o'clock show in New York City, uh, Chicago. The things we do to get the, the fucking unvaxxed boys in. Well, the unvaxxed And unbelief. also Plano and uh, Austin, Phoenix. Texas. Austin, Texas, for sure. We're going to have like a week in Texas. Yeah. If, you, if you're going to get cowboy if hats. You're a fucking, we, yeah, you got to get cowboy hats. If you're a fire hats. editor, uh, hit me up too. I've been talking to some people, but if you are in New York and you're a uh, fucking a sick editor always looking to add new people to the team and those are the hardest thing to find is like a really really sick comedy editor so always looking for new ones and this has fresh been meat always looking for fresh meat and i if you're fine with working in the news only one thing though is if you fucking wear a tie well, i wouldn't even want to fucking get the here. fuck out of here this has been the boys cast patreon.com slash the boys cast for an extra bonus episode every week and this one's gonna be fire oh.